Hello and welcome to the second episode of Not Your Average Podcast. Um, I am your host, Dexter Bland Jr., and I would like to thank you guys all for listening in with us today. Um, I know we got a few of you out there, so I'm just going to ask that you guys share this podcast with your friends, share it with your family. Um, we're trying to get our numbers up, maybe even get a sponsorship sometime soon. So we'd like you guys to help us out with that. So, um, I'm here with a few other people in the room with me and I'm going to have them introduce themselves. So anyway, so hi everybody It's Regine Hughes, his co-host. I didn't know I became a co-host until recently. So, uh, Hey, you're going to see me every other week, apparently. So Yes, thank you guys for the plays that we got on our last podcast. It was really great. Appreciate the support and the love. Just like my good friend Dexter said, we are looking for sponsorships. So if you guys want to spend some coin, some De Niro, that will be great. Those were my nails. Give us some coin. We are still, in theory, broke college kids. Joe didn't forgive my loans yet, so he didn't forgive mine either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still a broke college kid with a career. So, um, yeah, so sponsorship that would be great. And today we have our guest, which is the lovely, the miraculous, my favorite bland, honestly, right after Katie, um, which would be Alexandria. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Alexandria, I'm here, um, aka Monique, I'm glad to be here, I am the guest speaker today, and I will be um, just like talking about a few things about college today, you know, so I'm just happy to be here. Thank you, thank you for taking time out of your not so busy schedule to talk to us today, (laughs) (laughs) really appreciate you, because you know. Yes, as she did mention today's topic, we are talking about college. And this is something that we picked so hopfully because, you know, it's been a little minute. What? It's been how many years for me? It's been like three for me. Yeah, it's only been three. So it's been four years for me. Mm-hmm. About to be four years. So four years for me and three years for him. And then she just graduated. Not graduated. Well, she just graduated high school esque things. She just finished her freshman year. So yay. So yeah, we're <laughs> struggle bus. And so we just thought we'd talk about college because our all our views of college are a little bit different, yet they're the same. And so we just thought we'll talk about the differences today. Yeah. All right. So um, to start this conversation off, we're going to go around and share where we went um, and where what we majored in. We'll start with that. So both majors. OK. Some <laughs> of us have more than one major. I guess I'll say my minor, too. <laughs> oh, spicy. So I went to the University of Wisconsin Dash Platteville, not the main university. Not the one that we like and know. It is <laughs> hey, my diploma is signed by the same person that all of theirs is signed by, so yeah. But yes, that's where I went. I graduated in 2018 with a degree in computer science and a minor in business administration. So one of you guys. What you doing with the business? You got a, uh, you got a, 
y'all forgot you did that anyway so yes i graduated from eastern illinois university and that's located in Charleston, you know. Everybody that know, you know. <laughs> and so I graduated from EIU. I originally came into school being a, communica- a communication disorder and sciences. So I was trying to be a speech pathologist. And then, you know, I didn't really care about that too much. And so I dropped that major and I majored in psychology with a minor in preoccupational therapy. No, I'm not an occupational therapist, but uh, hey, I know about anatomy though, so that's great. And I graduated uh, December 2017, so I'm still class of 2017, you know, so yeah. So I am still currently in college. I go to Purdue University Northwest. Um, I and it's in um, Hammond, Indiana, you know, not too far from here. Um, yeah, and I major in nursing. Um, my mom thinks I did it because of her, which is not the truth. I just did it because I like science. Um, yeah, I just wanna, you know, I wanted to go in and like, you know, work with like either labor and delivery in the future or something, or I don't know. But yeah, that's the college I go to. It's really small. It's a lot of, you know, Caucasians. But, you know, it's okay. Because, <laughs> it's okay. Because I find my people, and I like I like the white people too. I'm all about diversity. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, yes. Um, the common... F- denominator between all of us is that we did go to PWIs in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, a PWI, for those who don't know, is a predominantly white institution, so not a HBCU. Yeah. Um, I know I could say that I did pick my college specifically because at the time when I did want to be a speech path, they said that my school was one of the top ranking schools in the country is what they told me. I don't know. That's what they told me. So I went with it. And so I did that. And also I wasn't educated on the fact that um, HBCUs, which is stands for historic, historically black institutions, I mean, universities. Um, I didn't know that they had those majors back then. And honestly, to be honest, I was also avoiding HBCUs because I was a band kid in high school. Dexter was too. Actually, we all ex-band kids, but that's a different topic for a different day. <laughs> oh, child. But anyway, um, we're all ex-band kids, and I actually actively um, stayed away from their uh, HBCU because I didn't want to join another band. I was tired. I was over it. So that's another reason why I kind of wanted to stay close. I also very family-oriented. My college was only two and a half hours away, so I didn't want to be able to have to catch a flight to go home because I know if I had to catch a flight, my parents weren't going to buy me a ticket. <laughs> yeah, my college is only 15 minutes away, so I could come home anytime I please. Um, <laughs> which, wish she do. <laughs> which I do sometimes, but I mean... I, Often. The main reason, like one of the reasons I picked the college is because it was like affordable and I don't have any student loans. So I'm just Ooh. out here, you know. Oh, look at you. Yes. Because of the debt. I just, want, I, just, I just thought it through and I didn't want to, you know, graduate college and have to like be in debt. Like I wanted to, you know, graduate and just start working and don't have to worry about loans. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, my college, um, I picked mine because, well, at first I wanted to do, 
computer engineering and that college had um, computer engineering through electrical engineering. So originally I went in as an electrical engineer and then I found out, yeah, this is not something I want to do. And anyway, so um, my school was known for their engineering program. It had a really good engineering program and it was also very affordable. So that is why I chose the college that I went to. I also forgot to mention that like my college is like um like one of the top nursing like schools and um it's really hard to get into the nursing school and I was like a direct admit. So I was like really proud of myself that I was like directly admitted into the nursing school because not a lot of people can get in there. So yeah. Okay, look at you. No scholar to <laughs> I was kicked out of my program. So. <laughs> 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 we keep keep it funky with you. Yeah, I did get kicked out of my program. <laughs> it's the truth. I got kicked out of my program because I honestly stopped caring about my classes when I was trying to be a speech path. I lost my passion in it. And I remember it became decision day. And my advisor called herself, calling me into her office saying, hey, Regine, I got to talk to you. I said, okay, we about to talk about the same thing. Let's go. And she's like, yeah, I don't think this is the major for you. I'm like, I'm glad we both agree. It's so, uh, yeah. So that that was happening in my college. So that's good that you were a direct admit. I was a a direct reject. So you know different contrasts it, it's, it's okay if you're met with failures in your college um journey because you just have to learn from that and grow it's all about college is all about you know learning from your mistakes and i know i made a lot of them even though i only had like one year of college and it was during covid which that's a good thing that you mentioned covid because that is um what our next topic is which is going to school during the pandemic so i would like to get a few thoughts of yours on going to the school during the pandemic so yeah let us know how that was for you okay so um i had a little experience because um my high school year like um during like was that march um is when like quarantine started and so we had to switch to like online school so like i kind of knew how it was going to be like in college um but i still wasn't like used to it because um i find it hard to learn online because i get distracted very easily and i feel like i learn better when i'm in class in front of like a teacher so it was was, like very hard to deal with like that aspect of it and plus, when I got to college, it was hard making, like, a lot of friends. Because, like, I didn't really see that many people since, like, most of my classes were, like, online. And, like, only, like, a few were, like, in person. So, it was, like, hard to see a lot of people. But I still made, like, a couple friends still. But, like, with COVID, I felt like it was just hard to, like, have normal college experiences. Like, go out to, like, basketball games or, like, go to parties or, like, you know just hang out with people but we couldn't really do that because of COVID and that kind of restricted that so I hopefully this year well I was kind of hoping like this year that um it would change a little bit that I'll be able like to go to the basketball games and stuff but like with this Delta variant I don't know about that I think my college might go back to like online so we have to see yeah um 
you definitely do miss out on some experiences by being online, like uh, especially social experiences, like you're not there living with people, um, meeting face to face with these people all the time. So you definitely do miss out on some of that. And I actually kind of went through something sort of kind of like this when I was on co in college because the first couple of years when I was in college, I lived in a suite style um, residence hall. And with those, it was like, basically you had your own apartment. So you had four other people who lived with you and it's like you guys share your own kitchenette and your own bathroom and shower. So it was very like segregated. It was like you come in and you go into your room and you basically stay in your room the whole time. Um, and that was that. Like you didn't really talk to that many people who lived um, in the building. Whereas... Um, when I was a RA, I moved to the traditional style residence halls and I was able to um, see a different side of things because basically it was just the you and your roommate um, who shared a room. Well, I didn't share a room. I was a RA. I had my own room, but room the roommates would share a room and basically like you shared a ba bathroom with the whole side of your floor. Um, there was one kitchen in the entire um, building that everyone shared. So it was more of a community focused um, type building. So people left their doors open and whatnot and people kind of just went in and out of everyone's room. So it was more like of a community and you were able to like meet new people that way and build um, social interactions that way. Um, you have anything to add on that front? Regine? Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, like, my, like, dorm experience was unique in multiple different ways. I didn't have a roommate until I was a junior in college and I moved out to stay in the um, apartments off campus. I chose to live, um, to get a single dorm room. So, it was a physical single. So, it was only one of everything. And then all, pretty much the majority of the dorms on my campus had like community bathrooms so I had a community bathroom but I had a room to myself and I will say that Eastern was really good with their RAs with community building exercises so like our RAs would say hey we got a floor meeting we have a social we're having a movie night we're having this we're having that so it got me out of my room especially being by myself got me out of my room to at least know the people on my floor hang out with them and stuff like that and um, ironically enough, that's how I was able to uh, find out that some of my childhood friends were not only at my college, but they were on the same floor as me. Like we were in a, a, a floor meeting and I turned around and I was like, I know you. <laughs> and so that's how I was able to know people and how I was finally able to get out and be adventurous. So um, it's that and also when I was in college, at least at my college, they had a lot of social events that got freshmen out on the campus. So we'll go to, they um, go on campus and have uh, events, you know, um, 
I forgot the name of these events, y'all. I'm getting old. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, we'll have events where, you know, we can go out and uh, welcome back picnics. There we go. I think that's what one of them is called. And so, like, we'll uh, be able to have, like, all these vendors do stuff, stuff like that. So I can say that definitely it gave me an opportunity to learn my people and know who they are. And I do thankfully did find people that I grew up with so that way that showed me the other side of college (laughs) so I was able to do the non-campus social events so that was always good but when it comes to being in a pandemic and everything do you feel as though you had like the true freshman experience like the stories that you hear me and your brother have do you feel like you have similar experiences or how would you say yours are um probably not really um like i still like hung out with people but it wasn't like like a bunch of people because like of covid we didn't want to like hang out with like a bunch of people like it was like small like gatherings so um couldn't really do like parties and stuff like that um and i'm not a big partier anyway to be honest um but you know i still you know went out and like hung with friends and all that so i kind of still had the college experience although it wasn't the experience i wanted um i still had the college experience so yeah well that's good and another thing with um we talked about making friends basically in college too and i know um when i was in school how i met one of my good friends now um who did oh uh, ashley actually how i met oh, ashley well, i say who your good friend <laughs> first of all you met your good friend in high school and you thought i was a sophomore anyway oh <laughs> that's a story for another day <laughs> <laughs> like, like who your good friend okay go ahead. i'm sorry but yeah i met ashley because um i remember to go home for Thanksgiving um, or any other break, they had this bus, and I think you paid like twenty dollars each way to take the bus, and it would take you to O'Hare Airport. The bus. So I was going home for this break, and I got on the bus, and then I met, I saw this black girl and this black man like hanging out together, and for, I'm like, for context, that was a rare sighting. Yes, <laughs> especially because this was my freshman year. There was definitely not a lot of people who went to bl- uh, black people who went to Platteville. So, yes, you could pick us out of a crowd. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway I saw these two black people and then like, um, what happened? Oh, she had a fish with her and I thought that was strange at first. I'm like, what? what is this girl doing with the fish with her? But... She approached me and talked to me and introduced herself. She was so friendly. And um, I ended up sitting next to her on the bus. And we were talking and whatnot. And then she introduced me to some of her other friends, other black people. She introduced me to um, Justin and Janice. Well, I don't really have to get into names and all that. But, yeah, she introduced me to some other people. And then he was just kicking it on the bus, just talking about different things. And um, that was just a very, you know, 
uh, interesting situation, and I don't think I would have met her unless I decided to take that bus. So I think that was a good ex- college experience, like by being in person in college. That is different now because now um, everyone is like virtual, and it's like, all right, you go to your class, and then like you say goodbye, and that's probably it. So. Yeah, I say it. Well, I could say for my PWI, we had more minorities, so it wasn't like there's one. I found you. So yeah, I could say that for my. So uh, a lot of my friends, like I said, uh, going to EIU, I found a lot of my friends uh, through my friend I already had through high school. I mean, I know since I was in school because I went to a different high school than them. And from there, it's just like it was a train effect. So, um, yeah, that's great that, um, yeah, you had someone there that kind of knew people and was able to, like, show you people. Um, It was a little bit different for me. So, like I said, I did meet Ashley um, by taking the bus. But I did meet some other friends just by... um, running into them basically like so welcome weekend as you said um i met some people there and um chatted with them and hung out with them for a bit but you know it was welcome weekend people so i was just hanging with them um so but we didn't hang out that much and eventually um one day I was just chilling in my room and my RA knocks on my door and we're talking and she's like, hey, you wanna meet some new, great new people? And then she like pushed me over across the hall and I met my um, neighbors essentially. So I like said, hey or whatnot and we were talking and whatnot. And eventually they become came some of my good friends and um, I still talk to them uh, every now and then, so that's how one friendship um, was made. Um, but yeah, like mostly I just made friends by being places and having other people just say, hey, you want to meet these people? Here, meet these people. They're really cool. And like the most prominent example of that too is like uh, my first senior year. Um, I love how you put that Your first senior year How many senior years did you have? Uh, two and a half But that's neither here nor there Two and a half? Are you counting by semesters? Or how you counting them? Because I'm counting mine by the semesters So I had part one, two, and three Yeah, so first year, second year I said semesters So that would have been one, two, three, four, five semesters (laughs) But yeah (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just had to double check because we both had extended senior years, some more than others. <laughs> like I said, it's only one more year than you, but that's five semesters, bro. That's motive. That's two and a half years. But I had one more year than you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you. how I met my friends was, um, I just tell this one story. Me and my roommate, um, Nia, we were just, like, walking down a hallway, and uh, someone's, like, door was open, 
and this girl was like moving out her stuff and this was like second semester and we walked past and we looked at each other and then my friend Nia she was like should we go talk to her it looked like she needs some help I was like I don't know but we did it anyway because we thought she was like a freshman or something maybe she needed help like we're freshmen so we go up and like talk to the girl and like finds out she's like 21 and she's like oh yeah i've been here the whole time and we didn't know she was there because like no one on our floor would like talk to each other like we only saw them once on a zoom call but we never really saw them like that again like in person and it was just cool to like hey and we got her snapchat and we just started talking to each other like it's not that hard to make friends it's just um sometimes it's just hard to see people because well for me it was hard to see people because of covid okay yeah that's true um oh let me let me finish my story that i started earlier so yeah during my first senior year um i was in a new residence hall um unpacked uh met my roommate um chatted with him and whatnot and then um, another student who was our neighbor came in and he was like, hey, and just started talking to us, introduced himself. And I'm like, okay, this dude is pretty cool and whatnot. And then he was like, yeah, I know pretty much everyone who lives on this floor. So let me introduce you to them. And he knew like, 10 to 12 other people who lived on our floor. So basically introduced me to them. And I am still like good friends with most of the people from that floor and like really good friends with some of them. Like, yes, so good that some people think that I'm from their town basically but that's neither here nor there yes it is here <laughs> and it is there as well but he can sit here and say what he want on this podcast but if you know you know <laughs> but yeah so that's just like some of the things that comes from like even just going and actually living like at your school like you get to meet people that way and those relationships um can be definitely beneficial to you um during your college career um, so yeah, and since we're, um, running out of time, we're going to lump the last two points together. So we're going to talk about different challenges and resources that we have when, um, talking about college. So, um, one of the first ones I'm going to say is, um, if you are a black student or, just a minority student in general. Um, when you go to college, make sure you find your um, multicultural office. Um, most schools do have this office and they're there to help you um, transition into college. Um, if you need help with anything, like they will help you with that or steer you to the right person. Um, if they can't help you per se with that issue. So I think that that's a good resource um, to go to um, for college. And I know that I did utilize that office um, just to find people who looked like me um, because there wasn't that many people like me. Um, 
but yeah, that really helped. And also, um, get into different clubs and organizations that align with you. Um, they're a great way to like, A, they look good on your resume and B, like there's something to do um, to occupy your time. So you're not just saying, oh, there's nothing to do in this town. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it gives you something extra to do on, on top of your schoolwork. Yeah, I know for me, uh, me and my roommate, we were um, in uh, the union and we were just like uh, studying for like uh, an exam. And this black girl came up to us and she was like, oh, um, hi, my name is so-and-so. And, -so, and um, I'm uh, the president of this club. It's called Sisters with a Purpose, basically like a club for like um, minority girls, mostly like... Um, uh, African-Americans and um, Latinas and she said oh you should join um, let me get your email and stuff and I did because I wanted to be a part of something and I wanted to find my people like my college is predominantly white but like there's um, still like a lot of like minorities there um, so it's not rare to see like another like black person there um, which is nice um, but yeah just you know, utilize, you know, those, like, get into clubs that, as Dexter said, that does look good on your resume. I know I'm trying to join. I wish there was, like, a black sorority at my school, but there is not. And the only um black, like, Greek, like, thing that they have is the alphas, which I can't join, obviously, because that's for the boys. But, um yeah. Anything to add, Regine? About yes, because let's be honest, I was the queen of being in a club and also the queen of being in a club. If you catch it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yes, when it comes to being in clubs, being in clubs were both my pro and my con of college. And why I say that is because when I was like in my late sophomore year, uh, well, maybe around sophomore year in general, I got into clubs and I joined the Black Student Union, so BSU. I started becoming a, a volunteer for University Board, which is the club organization or whatever at our school that ran all those prominent things like Welcome Weekend and the movies, anything student related. That was through us. And I just joined club after club after club. And like, yeah, I was so busy building my resume. I was also tearing down my resume in the same breath because I was so focused on these clubs that I was letting my grades drop because I was using them as an escape. Like whenever class got too difficult, I'm going to just worry on BSU. We got an event coming up. Let me go plan the event versus, oh, Regine, you should probably be in at the uh, your professor's study hours or office hours and talk to him and get this up. Nah, I'm going to go talk to the advisor of BSU and figure out what we can do for the black students on campus. And <laughs> so it, clubs were both my downfall and my come up in college because I used them to really branch out, get new friends and really build my resume and build so many skills that I have now. But looking back, if I had to do it to get, do it again, I would definitely I'll probably still have the same amount of clubs, but not take on as much responsibilities or figure out which clubs were really playing a real purpose in my life and which ones were just like, okay, maybe I could just be a volunteer. I don't need to be an officer on this board. And so that's what something I would do in college. And I do encourage 
uh, everybody to no matter what to get into your separate organization. I mean, get into organizations that can benefit you truly. And, you know, I wasn't um, able to at my school to pledge and join a sorority either. But it's never too late to join a sorority if you do want to join a sorority. You can always do grad chapter as well. So um, I know people that join their sorority at the bright age of 50 so it's never too late to join a sorority if that's something that you're still interested in doing so just because your actual school doesn't offer it doesn't mean that it's an opportunity that you don't that you can't have also if you find like there's like a club that's not there and that you're something that you're passionate about and you want to see like at your uh, college you can try to like start a club like just get like someone like you know sponsor it or something and just start a club, like be that be that leader, you know, be that person. It's okay if if you like horses, start your equestrian club. If you like drawing, start your drawing club. The actual club for drama and not just drama on campus. Please oh, and Lord. thank you. That's a topic for another day. So, yeah, because <laughs> y'all yes. be taking this drama elsewhere. And she is definitely right because I did. I was part of a board of a startup organization. Now, also to say that. If you're passionate about it, be prepared to put in work because you will have to put in work because it's very hard on some of these campuses to actually get people to believe in your vision and to keep your vision going. So just don't be uh, deterred if things don't work out. Just always try. And heck, if it don't work at that school, it can work somewhere else. Don't don't stop. (laughs) Right. And some things take time, too, because I know that... um... I was involved in one organization that um, some friends of mine started up. Um, it kind of died down, but then a couple of years later, like some more kids came around and they got it started back up again, and it's stronger than what it was before. So some things just take time. So it doesn't always, you know, get off the ground. Um, so yeah, um, do you guys have any last thoughts before we wrap it up for this episode? Choose your college wisely. Yes. Do not just go off of other people's opinions. Do not go off of your high school advisor's opinions. Because just because that's the top school in the country for playing the kazoo does not mean that's the right school for you. Like, we all want to go to these very nice, prestigious schools, but just because you didn't graduate from Harvard doesn't mean your degree is any less important, stuff like that. So please go to a college that actually fits you. Because I can definitely say that, you know, from personal experience, I at first was kind of sad like either I picked going to Eastern after I was not in my original major I'm like I have no reason to go here and I was like I don't want this degree here I want to go somewhere else and but I don't have any regrets now because even though I graduate from Eastern I do better than some people that graduated from these prestigious colleges so you know where your degree from does help don't get me wrong but it's not always the last determinant factor in life also, I would like to say that um, bachelor degrees, they are, like, they have value. I know there's a lot of talk today about how people don't think, like, b- having a bachelor's degree means anything anymore because I think it's because a lot of black people are getting them. So now people are like, oh, like, 
you have a bachelor's degree okay like and then they see like getting like a master's degree is like more like important i guess Mm -hmm. just because i guess bachelor degrees are more attainable now and especially to like the black community but like um yeah and what regine was saying like choose your college wisely and choose your career wisely absolutely don't choose a career you know like you're gonna like struggle and like obviously it's gonna be some struggles but don't choose a career just because it's gonna pay you a lot of money if you like something and it doesn't pay a lot do that career like it's okay like and no billionaire or millionaire has made money off of one stream of income so it doesn't matter if your one your passion doesn't pay you a lot of money all of your passions can if you yeah. group them together. You can have a side job. You can have a hustle. Sure do. I got a side hustle. Mm-hmm. What is that? You like to ch- share with the own group? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> nah, because I still, you know, I have, either I do counseling and stuff like that, you know, I, I like to have money. I like to go on vacation and travel as per our last podcast. So I do... I don't mind doing like shipped Instacart stuff like that, getting extra cash when I need to. Um, I'm also looking at other um, part-time opportunities when it comes to counseling, so that way I can get some more money. You know, like my mom once always said, one job ain't gonna give you all the money in the world. Sure won't. Invest your money into the stock market and into other things. That's a different topic. I got some things for that one. Yeah, we're yes. gonna, we gonna talk about that. Yeah, that's a topic for another day. Well, I would like to thank all you guys for joining us today. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and got something out of it. Um, And again, this podcast um, is through um, Minister Caleb Harvey. Woo! Yeah. And the Glory to Glory Family Christian Center. Um, If you need a church home to go to, um, you can go to Glory to Glory Family Christian Center, which is located at 12238 South Parnell Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we have our Sunday worship service every Sunday starting at 1130 a.m. So you can come out and be blessed. Yes. And again, thank you all for listening to us and your support. And I hope you come back in two weeks for the next one. Thank you. And support Bedside Baptist as well. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.